Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Mesh Tsunami podcast. Today, we're offering five conversations from episode 49, our wrap-up of the Liver Meeting 2023, plus from the vault, Laurent Costera's contribution to our Liver Meeting 2022 wrap-up. This conversation covers the four panelists' impressions about TLM 2023 in general, the good and bad of it. Scott Friedman starts with a simple statement. It was good to be at an ASLD that felt like an ASLD. Specifically, Scott talks about the energy and excitement associated with the meeting and liveliness of the event. He also approves of Boston's meeting location. Scott's meeting worst was the meeting app. And then Laurent Castera goes on not only to concur with Scott on bad app, but what makes the meeting excellent, a lot of colleague interaction. Louise Campbell, a virtual attendee, felt her own pain with the app. And in addition, she noticed that only 20% of the sessions were live and many that were Zoom were only Zoom in the U.S. She generally describes this as the most disappointing meeting experience she's had and she knows. Some people pay $1,200 to get it. I make two other points. The patient tracks were broad in coverage and extremely well attended. And Saturday night's Diwali celebration was a special thing. Scott, Laurent, and I all agree that the Diwali event was truly crowded and hot, but worthwhile. My final comment, throughout the meeting, there was tremendous excitement and anticipation about March 14th, Rizmita Rum's Padufa date at the FDA. As I said in the introduction to this episode, one hour cannot do this conference justice. But this particular conversation hits highlights of one or two of the key issues in Mazaldi or Navaldi presented today. So just sit back, listen, learn, feel, and when you're done, join the dialogue in our LinkedIn discussion group. Today's episode of Surfing the Mash Tsunami, reviewing the highlights of TLM 2023, has been sponsored by Madrigal Pharmaceuticals. Madrigal Pharmaceuticals is a clinical-stage biopharmaceutical company pursuing novel therapeutics for non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, NASH, a liver disease with high unmet medical need. Madrigal's lead candidate, Resmeterum, is a liver-directed THR-beta agonist oral therapy that is designed to target key underlying causes of NASH. For more information, visit www.madrigalpharma.com. What I'd like to start with, though, is just by asking each of us, starting with one of you, for general impressions of the meeting, what you thought were its strengths, if you thought it had shortcomings that were worth noting, throw those out as well. And then after that, we're going to dive in. We're going to talk about the drugs. We're going to talk about the NITs. We're going to talk about the basic science. And we're going to talk about the patient and associated professional-focused material, if we have time to get to all of that. Uh, general impressions, brave one, go first. Scott Friedman. Great to be at an ASLD that feels like an ASLD. What made it feel that way? Um, I would say more interactions, just an imperceptible buzz and a excitement. I, and I think you had cited Mike Charlton. I fully agree. It, it, there was really no hovering COVID. Some people wore masks, of course, but ironically, one of our speakers here is just getting over COVID. But in general, <laughs> I don't think it permeated the mood at all, which was reassuring. I agree. Boston is a comfortable venue. I think we're used to it. It's very convenient. And there's not a whole lot to do except go to the meeting. So people show up and they listen, which is also very nice. Oh, but if you're going home on the train, Scott, you can stop at Italy and get food to take home with you. You can have a feast on the train. I on did the way. go to Italy. It's terribly overpriced. And we have, I think, two in New York already. So it wasn't exactly a novelty. I, the mall did clean up a lot since the last time we were there. Yeah, they didn't have, they don't have an Italy in New Hope. And I had a five and a half hour train ride home. So I was able to buy myself a very nice lunch. And yes, it was overpriced. But given the options on the train, it was a big step in the right direction. I will say the absolute worst thing of the meeting, and I think almost everybody will agree, was that app. It was absolutely dreadful. I can't even begin to count the ways it was infuriating. I couldn't figure out what was on the program. I couldn't figure out where. They had this quirky little 
little thing where if your phone turns off and you're on a page, you have to go right back to the top of the day and keep scrolling every time. I just gave up on it. Yeah, I think it was truly dreadful. By the way, I might at least tie for the worst app story in that the sessions never loaded on my app. So I couldn't even use it. I wound, I wound up carrying my iPad around with me for three days. And I, I think you're right. And, and, and by the way, it should be noted that the level of complaining about the app while people were at the meeting was uh, striking. Yeah, you would think that with the hundreds of meetings that happen all the time, there's a software that is you know, well appreciated and well designed that they don't have to go to one that is just infuriating. We don't run the organization. And yes, I agree with you. Laurent, you were nodding on the app as well, but I don't want to make this about the app anymore than we have to do. Laurent Castera. I cannot agree more. The the app was terrible. And uh, I agree with Scott that it's hard to understand why you need to reinvent the wheel at every meeting. I mean, all the the meeting have basically the same requirements. So you would expect to have a simple app that works and it was terrible. So everyone was complaining about it. Now let's put the app to bed and talk about about the rest of the meeting. What did you like about it? Apart from the app, I think the meeting was uh, interesting and very busy. Also, a lot of interaction. And this is, of course, what we value after uh, being away for almost two years. We've been many times to Boston, and I, I like Boston, uh, even though Scott claimed that is not as entertaining and busy as New York. Still, it's a nice city, even though I didn't have time to visit anything. But, but good meeting. I think we're in complete alignment there. I don't think I ever left the Copley Complex the entire time we were in town. I, I Walked four blocks to dinner one night. That was about it. And nonetheless, still got in 15,000 steps a day, which is a comment on how good the conference was. Louise, please go ahead. I know you weren't there, but what did you, from afar. Louise Campbell. I think it's interesting because obviously I was virtual. Your issues with the app were certainly issues we had virtually. And now 20% of the ASLD audience were virtual. There were very, very few sessions streamed live. Some of them were Zoom sessions, which were only open to Zoom in the U.S., So it was very frustrating when you got on to be not able to access some of these sessions. The Zoom sessions weren't recorded. And despite saying that the sessions would be up within 24 hours of being seen, it took 48 hours and more for for Fridays to go up. And the complaints on the platform and the virtual of what was going on and was just as poor. And you just couldn't find the sessions. I echo what you all say about reinventing the wheel. When a system like Easel works so well that you can stream all rooms from seven different locations you can get replay you can get it all in real time works so well it was actually this was the most disappointing virtual experience and some people will have paid paid twelve hundred dollars for that virtual inexperience realistically even on twitter and all the social media you couldn't keep up with what was going on because you weren't being able to see and experience what everybody else was experiencing so i think we do need to reinvent the wheel for next year i think it's in san diego it would be great to be able to have an experience that's a virtual experience that was as good as last year, this this wasn't a virtual experience to write home for 20% of the audience. So, Louise, I know you're well-traveled in North America. Have you been to San Diego? I've never been to San Diego. I've been to California a couple of times, but not San Diego. You have to come to the meeting next year. San Diego's fantastic, really. I'm planning. I was planning on Arsenal, but um, I didn't make it this year. I can second everything that's been said about the quality of the meeting and the quality of the app. Two other things I think were noteworthy. First of all, the patient track was huge and a whole range of episodes. And the amazing thing was they had a room set aside for it and they had an overflow room. And for one of the patient track sessions that I chose to go to, but got too late because we were trying to fix my app before we gave up on it down at the tech desk, I was not able to get into the meeting room. And frankly, 
to, to get into the overflow room, I had to stand outside the door. So the level of interest in patient events was really high, and I think that's a good thing. And then the second thing, this is in some ways more American thing than a meeting thing, but a little bit of each, is that Diwali was, uh, what, Saturday night? And ASLD did a Diwali uh, celebration, which I thought was really fantastic. You know, we pride ourselves in the States as being a country of immigrants. And I remember when I was a teenager is when the Western ethnic groups were becoming more broadly accepted, Jews, Italians, most notably. And there were moments in my teenage years when I went somewhere and they would do something, usually play Havana Gila. And I would say, wow, you know, this is different. We're, we're really part of the show now, uh, part of the country. And I was looking at the faces of some of the uh, South Asian folks Saturday night, the young kids in their 20s and 30s. Of course, I was younger than that 50 years ago, but uh, same basic idea. And they, the looks they had on their faces were really the, the same look I remember from when I started realizing that Jewish culture was being accepted in America. One of the things we do best is integrate people coming into the country, most people coming into the country, most groups coming into the country. And I thought that was a fantastic thing for ASLD to do. Well, they should have had an overflow room for the party. It was so crowded, you were just standing up like matchsticks. And then they did the dance floor, where you could stand up like a matchstick on the dance floor, which felt like a hot box. So with all that, let's dive in. Oh, the other, my other point about the meeting is that the phrase, if I had a dollar for every time I heard the phrase, everything will change in March, um, I wouldn't have to pay for anything at the meeting. And now I mentioned that, noting that Madrigal is actually sponsoring this episode, but tremendous amount of excitement and anticipation about March 14th, which for anyone who does not recall, is the uh, Resmeter on Badufa Day at FDA. Today's episode of Surfing the Mash Tsunami, reviewing the highlights of TLM 2023, is sponsored by Madrigal Pharmaceuticals. Madrigal Pharmaceuticals is a clinical-stage biopharmaceutical company pursuing novel therapeutics for non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, NASH, a liver disease with high unmet medical need. Madrigal's lead candidate, Resmeterum, is a liver-directed THR-beta agonist oral therapy that is designed to target key underlying causes of NASH. For more information, visit www.madrigalpharma.com. And now, back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please put them in the review section of the page from which you downloaded this conversation or send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. We'll be back next week with a topic still to be determined. Until then, stay safe. Surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now.